The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. So welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans. And what we do every morning on the show is go through the live mortgage rates for the day. And then we do a deep dive into a different loan type. And today's loan type is going to be bank statement loans. Uh, We specialize in non-QM loans here at the Mortgage Calculator. And this is by far the most popular non-QM loan. So uh, Jose, our uh, sales manager with 28 years of experience. We'll do a deep dive into bank statement loans here shortly. But before we do that, we'll do what we do every morning, which is pull up the live rate. So Nick, if you're ready, let's go ahead and pull up the pricing tool and we'll see what the market is looking like this morning. All right, let me switch my screen and pull up the tool here. So as Kyle mentioned, this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. This will show us the general rates and the APR for today. It is January 17th, just after 11 a.m. So all of our programs are live here. If you'd like a full breakdown, a full loan estimate with all of the fees itemized, please get with our team members. We have over 250 licensed loan officers in 23 states. So for our demo, we'll set up a scenario to compare across the programs. So we'll set up a 80% loan to value, 20% down payment. And we'll ask the computer to find the lowest rates we can offer for conforming conventional first. And then we'll check out our FHA options, which is usually the second option most customers look at. And then we'll go into our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional options, including the bank statement option, which is the topic for today. We also offer VA and USDA, obviously. VA is only for eligible vets and active service members. If you are, just let us know. We can quote you no problem. And USDA is only for eligible properties. If you do happen to be looking in those areas, just let us know. So we'll start with conforming conventional. We'll do a purchase, 30-year fixed loan, primary occupancy, single-family home, one unit, state of Florida, county Miami-Dade. And for all of the demos today, we use an estimated credit score here of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio here of 40. So as we do every morning, let's check the options today. All right, rates ticked back up a little bit. You saw some of the news wasn't so great in the yields. So ticked up a little bit yesterday. So 6.125 rate for 2.125 discount points of cost. Puts our final APR at 6.379. Yesterday we're at 6.1 something. So still nice and low there from the high sevens we were at just a couple months ago. So good options here for our customers that qualify conventional. However, if there's any reason our customer doesn't qualify conventional, usually the next option we want to compare, we'll set up the same exact scenario, is an FHA option. So FHA allows more leniency on credit issues, as well as a much higher debt-to-income ratio. But to compare the programs, we'll keep everything exactly the same. We've only edited the program here, so we can compare apples to apples. So let's check out the FHA options. All right, and uh, looks like the option at the top, 5.375 rate, 2.5 discount points at cost, puts the final APR 6.311, just a touch under conventional today. These rates kind of go hand in hand, right? They're almost identical. So our customers that need to use FHA, definitely a good option. It's almost identical to conventional and actually a touch cheaper today. 
And our customers that qualify conventional definitely don't overlook this. This APR does include the upfront and yearly mortgage insurance. So please be sure to check those options. Now, where we love to specialize and the topic for today is if our customer doesn't qualify for either FHA or conventional, many other banks or lenders have to deny those customers. But that's where we love to present our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional options beyond the standard where we can get our customers still approved. So we'll keep everything identical as all our other demos. However, now we can change our income type. So full doc is what we use for conventional and FHA. That's two years of tax returns, what most people are used to. So if our customer doesn't qualify using two years of tax returns for conventional or FHA, we'll typically use one of these other options. We have asset related options, business bank statement options, the investor options are just for investment properties. We'll show those in a minute. Personal bank statement, 12 month. This is the most popular program. So that's what we use for our demo. And it's our topic for today. We also have RSU, stated income, VOE, 1099, PL programs, and no income CDFI programs. So tons of options here. The most popular is the 12 month personal bank statement. And that's for our self-employed borrowers. Many times our self-employed borrowers, when they submit two years of tax returns, may have various write-offs and may not qualify at all, or just may need a little extra income. Either way, we can solve the problem. No tax returns at all, just their last 12 bank statements to determine a debt-to-income ratio of 40% in our example here, using just their cash in the bank. So many of our self-employed borrowers qualify for much more income, and Jose will go into a deep dive on these types of loans and how they work differently. But let's check out the options today. So best option at the top, we love to see some sixes there. So 6.99, 2.35 discount points and cost puts the final APR at 7.393. So it's about a point higher total cost when you compare this to conventional. But our customers that need to use this, that's a great option. And that's typical. We will see these rates hopefully go down with conventional as well, hand in hand. And if we scroll down here, we have a ton of different options, hundreds of variations using bank statements. And that's what Jose will go into our deep dive today. Talk about some of the different ways these programs work. Some of these at higher rates and costs may allow bankruptcies, foreclosures, other credit issues. Some of them may allow different ways to calculate the income, different numbers of bank statements to be used, etc. So tons of variations here when you get into these programs. And before we get into that, we always want to do some live pricing for investors. So for our final demos, we want to select investment properties. And we'll set up the same scenario, 400,000 loan amount, 80% loan to value, 20% down payment. And we'll find our lowest rates we can offer for conforming conventional options and compare that to our expanded guidelines, also known as OQM. Government programs, FHA, VA, USDA do not work for investments. So we'll start with conforming conventional. Everything's going to stay the same. And the only thing we've edited here is the occupancy to investment. So let's check out the conventional options today. Oh, all right, it's getting funky again, Jose, when the rates are getting funky here. So this is a portfolio option, which is not necessarily a conventional option. So a little confusing here. The standard conventional option would be this. Freddie Mac would be one. So 6.875 rate for 3.5 discount points and costs. Or finally, APR of 7.29. But you see here, there's a portfolio option. So same guidelines, but it's not actually a Fannie or a Freddie loan. 
but it's one of our investors, our banks that use the same guidelines. So 6.875 rate for a slightly cheaper there, 3.25 discount points at cost, puts the final APR 7.264. So just like when the rates get a little bit volatile, when we see the rates spike up and down a little bit, you do see some of these technically non-QM options show up in conventional because they are using the conventional guidelines. So definitely keep an eyeball on those, especially for investment properties. And compare those to the true non-QM options, which we're going to show here, which are typically what our investors actually prefer. So we'll set up the same scenario. And this time we'll choose our expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, for our investment properties. And now we have a couple options pop up. First is our income type. So the most popular income type for an investment property is going to be the DSCR. It's because it doesn't require any income or employment or documentation on that from our borrower. Simply use the estimated rental income from the appraisal to determine a DSCR value. It stands for debt service coverage ratio. If the estimated rents can cover the PITIA of the mortgage, aka the property cash flows, that's a ratio of one or higher. We also have options for ratios under one where the property may not quite cash flow. But for the demo, we put 1.5. So we can see all the different programs pop up. And finally, a prepayment penalty is standard on these programs. So three years is what we use for the demo. That's standard. We can select zero. That will cost more and limit the programs that show up. And five years will also limit the programs that show up, but does save some money for our borrowers that want to hold property. Three years is standard. That's what we use for the demo. So we can see the most common options show up. So let's check out the DSCR options. All right. And they're right there with the conventional and portfolio options. So 6.875 rate, 3.15 discount points and costs. Puts the final APR at 7.359. So pretty much 100% of investors, I'd say, would choose one of these DSCR programs when they're relatively even higher cost. And right now it's actually almost the same exact cost. So most of our investors will choose this. Definitely recommend all of our MLOs. Give our investors the options for a full doc or these DSCR options where you can do one, two, five, ten 10 loans at a time, no employment or income documentation needed, makes it much easier for our investors to work. And if we scroll down, there's tons of variations and options here, hundreds of variations, different credit events may be allowed and different ways to calculate the income. So check out some of those episodes where we go over the different variations of DSCR. But today's topic, let me switch my screen again is going to be on the more traditional non-QM bank statement options. So this is typically what most people think of when they think of non-QM. It's definitely the most popular option when we get into this category. So Jose will explain a little bit more about what bank statement loans are, how they are still full doc loans, right? That's the most confusing part, I think, for everybody, Jose. <laughs> but uh, instead of using tax returns as the income calculation, they're going to use bank statements as the income calculation. So you see us do the live pricer every day. We do a basic example, but Jose today can break down some of the more specific ways we can use this program and how it really helps our self-employed borrowers open up these options. So Jose, if you're ready, let's check out some more detailed examples for bank statements. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. I'm not sure which which program I find more fun to do, whether it's the DSER 
or whether it's the bank statement loan. I say fund because when you're talking with the investors, right, and you're there, they're mentioning their tax returns or lack of or all how they declared all these losses and how they're sounding hopeless. And then all of a sudden we start talking DSER for their investment properties, or we start talking bank statements for the self-employed borrowers for either a primary or an investment. And you see that that frown go upside down into an ear-to-ear smile as you tell them, well, yeah, on the traditional manner, if you were to walk into one of the big you know, retail banks, they're going to tell you you're at negative $4,000 a month in income. But at the mortgage calculator with the solutions that we like to provide, you're at $38,000 a month in income and you qualify for that house and you only have to put 10% down. They're like, what? And on top of that, no mortgage insurance. And they're like, man, where was this? I'm here thinking I was going to have to file this tax return and pay $100,000 in income tax. And you've given me a great solution that nobody had offered before. So that's, you know, that's a real satisfying feeling when you're consulting your borrower and they come back to you with that as opposed to, oh, my God, the rate is so high. What can you do for me? You know, so we don't want to hear any of that. We want to have them with those upside down frowns. So let me get into the first example here. As mentioning, only 10 percent down, 90 percent LTV is the maximum LTV for your bank statement loan. It's actually the maximum LTV for non-QM period when it's a primary. And here also, remember, no mortgage insurance. Mortgage insurance is never applicable on any non-QM loan. So on our 90% LTV purchase, we're looking at 9.375 being our lowest cost option. And you can buy that down to 8.5 unless your seller is paying some points there towards your borrower's closing. And then you can buy it down further depending on what they're paying. Now, same primary purchase, but now we're at 80% LTV. 90% is the maximum. So when we take it down to a more traditional LTV, which is 80%. Now you see the rates get substantially lower with 7.99 actually offering a lender credit. And you're able to buy that down to 6.99%. And if I come back over here for a minute, you can see the difference, right? Going down to that 80%, you're starting at a rate lower than the lowest option. So now investment maximum is 85% LTV. Very interesting option, 85% LTV bank statement. All right. And our lowest cost option is 8.875, and you can buy that down to 7.99%. And at our more traditional LTV for our non-traditional bank statement program for an investment property, the rates get smoking here, right? 8.125% is at par, and you can buy that down 
all the way to 6.75%. Holy smokes. And now let's go with some cash out options. 85% LTV is the maximum LTV for your cash out refi. 9.625 is your lowest cost option. And 8.875 is your lowest rate option. And our 80% primary one unit cash out now, we're going from 85, which was this option, to 80, which is this option. And again, you will note that the rates get substantially better. So 8.625 with a little bit of a lender credit, and you can buy that down to 7.375. So our investment cash out option, maximum LTV is 80%. And our lowest cost option is 8.999. Don't forget that last nine. And our lowest rate option, 7.499. And for our final example, I wanted to show a nice loan amount here. The other examples were all based on a $500,000 purchase price. Now, this one is based on a $3 million purchase price. And here we are at 75% LTV, right? 2.2, our loan amount here, yep, $2.25 million, 75% LTV, bank statements. And look at these rates, 7. 875 actually has a little bit of a lender credit and you can buy that down to 6.875 and I'm going to make sure I requote one of my borrowers today with this exact number here because it dropped about almost half of half a point from the last time I requoted him and he's about ready to pull the trigger on his new purchase so everybody out there, keep in mind, bank statement, loans, great solution for your self-employed borrower. And one thing also to remember on non-QM, traditional full dock pricing is very similar to bank statements. So your non-QM full dock with tax returns is going to be almost identical pricing to your bank statement loan. So keep that in mind when structuring your deal. Don't try to force the square peg through the round hole. If bank statement is the way to go, then structure it properly from the onset and set the proper expectations for your borrower. All right, it looks like we have a question. So we'll go ahead and pull the question in here. So Jose, can only self-employed borrowers use bank statement or can a full-time employee who's only been working for a year use bank statement as well for primary residence? Well, I guess the second part of the question, I'm going to have to make an assumption that when they say working only for a year, I mean, are we saying working only for a year in their full-time non-self-employment job? If that's the case, no, because bank statement loans are only for self-employed borrowers. However, um, if we're saying they were a full-time employee 
and now they've transitioned to self-employment. And I see Daisy put yes. So then I'm assuming she's saying that's just a full-time employee. No, that could never be used for bank saving. However, what I was going to state is if, for example, let's say they're an electrician, right? And they're licensed electrician and they were working for a company previously. And now they've transitioned to self-employment as an electrician. You, you may have two paths to be able to do this loan, right? One would be 1099 if they stay with the same company that was their employer previously who was now contracting them as an independent contractor and is going and is giving them a 1099 or let's say just gave them a 1099, right? For the first year, you would be able to do a 1099 loan for that individual, right? They were licensed electrician before, they're licensed electrician now. They went from employee to independent contractor, one year 1099, same field and license, you can do it. Similar with the bank statement. If they were before doing a licensed trade or some type of licensed type job, and now they're doing it as self-employment, right? Not 1099. Let's forget now that they're doing for the 1099, but now they're full self-employment and they have bank statements for at least one year of employment, doing the same thing they were doing before, but now on their own, you can do that one bank statement as well. However, Bank statement loan would never be for a non-self-employed person. All right. Okay. I don't see any other questions, so I think we can wrap it up. Remember, we do this at 11 a.m. Eastern every weekday where we go through the live rates and then do a deep dive into a different topic. So we'll have a new topic tomorrow. We appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. We'll see you all tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern, for the next episode of Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.